0: My name is Tina and I talk a lot. a lot, a lot. So I figured I may as well put these vocal cords to good use. You know what? This isn't my first podcast, but it just might be my last. See, my passions are probably not unlike yours. They're plentiful and kind of all over the place. I can hardly be defined by one area of expertise when it comes to my business. And I love things like wiener dogs, a good game night, and books. All the books. So honestly, it just made sense to brand me. This brings us to the show, Tina Talks A Lot. I think you may just get a kick out of it. I'm going to take a wild guess and say there's a chance you've had an Instagram account for quite a while. If for some reason you're listening to this podcast and you don't have an Instagram account yet, that is totally fine too. But for most of you out there, you have one. And there's probably some changes that need to be made. If you don't have one, take these lessons. And when you create your Instagram account, you'll be like one step ahead of so many people already out there. Now, these are seven things that there's a chance you've already set up. There's also a chance that things have changed, but you haven't changed the stuff in your Instagram yet. One of those things, number one, would be your profile picture. That is so often that I see someone in person and I see them on the gram and they look totally different. Now, I am all for professional photo shoots. I think they're fantastic. But if you look drastically different from your professional photo shoot than you do in real life, it's going to be hard for people to connect those pieces, connect those dots. I am my brand. My brand goes everywhere. The people that follow me on Instagram, many of those people are people I see all the time. So make sure your profile picture isn't too different than what you really look like. Uh, I'll say kind of in quotes, for example, let's not have too big of a filter. (laughs) Like uh, the other day, this is just like side note, family time, share with you. Um, actually the, one of the days that I was recording my daughter on her podcast, she's been talking to me about Instagram and she's very much knows that this is not going to happen. I had many of you message me and you're like, stay true or stay strong. Like, do not let her get uh, a Snapchat. And I was like, I am not letting her get Snapchat people. She will not be getting it, <laughs> but we were discussing it and and she really wanted, uh, Snapchat, just for the filter. She tells me, I'm like, I wasn't born yesterday, but she's like, I really want to filter because I want to send a picture to a boy with this filter. And so we had a good old mama dada talk about how we're not going to send filtered photos uh, to a boy that met us in person. Right. And I get it. I get how pretty they are and I get how great they are, but honestly, please don't use them all the time, especially in your profile picture. If you need a little like freshen up. I mean, I will use a filter on my pictures because sometimes I don't even have makeup on. And I was like, thank you filter for putting makeup on me. But I try really hard to find a filter that doesn't look so drastically different than myself. Okay. So there's that point. The other point about profile pictures is I see too many people, uh, hanging out with an very old headshot, a very old photo. Again, you look very different than you do, uh, now and if you've aged a little bit, it's OK. But then your profile picture needs to change, OK? So you may see right now, if you were to go on my Instagram, you'll see my profile picture. It's not a professional photo. I plan, I'm plan i planning on it being. But when I created this podcast, I really wanted a picture that was really similar to that one. I already had that picture that I have as my profile image. And I wanted something in an um, animal print And I wanted something that was more of a soft, you know, coloring. I wanted my hair down. I wanted my blonde hair to show. And that just so happened to be the perfect picture. So you guys, all I did was put that into Canva and had it remove the background of that picture and put it over a white background. So Will I get a professional photo there? Yes, I actually have a professional photo shoot set up for the end of April. And I will be replicating that picture because I like the stance. I like the outfit. I like my hair, like all of the things. It is totally me. I do recommend though, usually in a profile picture to have a pretty close up of your face. I have heard that if you're actually looking at the camera, it makes people feel a little bit more connected. Now, I really like... Kind of the sideways eye, the laugh for my personal brand. But I do understand why someone would recommend a close-up of your face. Now I think this goes without saying, but it doesn't (laughs) because I see it all the time. Please, like pretty please, with all the cherries on top. Do not have your profile picture be anything but you. Do not have a child in it. Do not have a spouse in it. Do not have a dog in it. And again, make sure you're in it. Like that's actually the number one piece of this. You need to be in your profile picture. If you have a logo for your brand, which I, I recommend having an icon or a logo, that that isn't your profile picture. Your profile picture is you. People want to be connected to you. You are the brand. Your logo and your name, great. Glad you have those, um, like your brand name. But have those be on your images not as your profile picture. Okay, we got that? Everyone got it? Good, good, good. Okay, moving on to number two. This is about your bio. Your bio can change. You know what's so great is honestly, it could change every single day if you want it to. No one's taking screenshots of your bio to make sure that you're keeping the same thing from day to day. We don't have to get too crazy about this, although I'm kind of should be speaking right into a mirror because I know that I can get a little bit nutso on what this says or what it doesn't say and all the things. This bio is just really simply for someone to land on your page and to know what they can expect. It's kind of like the tagline of your book, right? Like I want to pick up a book from a shelf and understand what it is that I'm going to read. Think of your Instagram as really similar. So if you don't have a business and you are, you know, a mama living at home, you know, taking care of your kiddos or whatnot, then just say that, right? If that's you know, the people that will be following you, if you aren't in business, this doesn't have to look any certain way, right? If you're in business, you want to make sure what you're putting out on your social, you're telling us about that in uh, in your bio, okay? So have a compelling bio. If this hasn't been changed in a while, it's time. And if it hasn't changed across all of your social media channels, it's time. Go check them out because when I search up your name, like if you search up Tina Pettis, You are going to find uh, some social channels that honestly, I don't even use all the time anymore, but those are the ones that come up really close to the top. LinkedIn and Twitter happen to be ones that are very searchable and come up real high in search engines. Just change out what's out there. Do they need to be updated constantly all the time? No. Just let people know where you are hanging out, Uh, but make sure your bios are up to date. Number three brand colors this one i'm gonna say it i love it i love colors and i truly believe that colors make a big difference in how people feel when they land on your page and colors have changed for brands and especially personal brands i mean my degree is in design and and you could dive into all the meanings of different colors and you know what to use for this type of brand and what to use for that type of brand. And although there are some very distinct like, no, do not use that for you know, X, Y, and Z type of company. For example, um, blue used to be a color that people were like, do not use that in uh, food, in food brands. Well, then Culver's came out and kind of squashed that, right? So um, there are multiple kind of exceptions to the rule, but like food, for example, generally has a... Of the color red, somewhere mixed into the logo. Now you're starting to see green a little bit for the for the clean eating. Uh, blue goes more for like financial institutes, and you know so you can kind of go and see like oh yeah this this makes sense right that these colors would be used for d- certain reasons or why they would or why they would not. Now, I know I just explained all of that. Now I'm going to say to you, don't get hung up in that part. Like you are a personal brand choose colors that make you happy. That when you're, you know, designing something or putting together a photo or, or posting something that like you generally just feel happy when you're putting it out there. Now I do like to be able to have a colored filter that goes over all your photos so that things are really similar. This is different than filtering your face like that. So it doesn't look completely different. This is a color filter. So you're Your page looks really, really similar. Now, again, don't get too hung up on this, but as long as you have some brand colors that makes your your social media cohesive, this is important. If you're like, Tina, I don't know where to start with colors, I highly recommend the Adobe website. It's actually color.adobe.com. And if you do forward slash trends, you'll be able to see a mix of colors that they deem worthy of going together. So you'll see a picture and then right below that, they've extracted us colors out of that picture to define out a brand. And I will help people all the time I have in the past, help people pick out their brand colors based on a photo maybe that they like or that they've seen um, on this website. And we're able to pull out their brand, brand colors from that. Uh, You can also upload your own picture. So for example, I could upload my profile picture and it would extract colors out of that profile picture so I could define my brand even just based on one thing. (laughs) I don't know about you, but one way that I love to decorate my house is I find one throw pillow and I'm like... Oh, like, this is how everything is going to be decorated around. It's actually what I just did with my house with a, a, um, wallpaper. I was like, everything is going to revolve around this one color. You could do that same thing with your brand, find a photo that you really like, have the colors extracted out of it. You can shift them a little bit here and there, and there you have it. You have your brand colors. So I'm not going to go completely into this and how you do that, um, but it is pretty simple to pull those brand colors into your Instagram or pull them into your Canva account and you can sh- save brand colors right into your in- into your Canva so that every time you create something, you have that same color purple or that same color pink or whatever it is that you're using as your brand colors. And then that way you don't have to like try to figure it out every single time, right? Number four, have a really, really simple username. And you know what? It might be just time to change what you currently have. If you're worried about like what people once were taking you as or how they found you or whatnot, it's okay. They will still find you. It will be just fine. You're going to be, you'll switch it up. And before you know it, people won't even know a difference. They will forget what it once was, or maybe they didn't even know. Do not have a number in your username unless it really just makes sense. Um, a lot of times people will just add on some numbers just because their name isn't available. I would recommend then getting more creative with your name than adding in some random numbers. For example, someone, some people will add on the word it's. So like it's Tina Pettis or I'm Tina Pettis. Hi, I'm Tina. Like there are some different things you could do to be creative. You could have some underlines or a dot right? We could do something a little bit different. I don't recommend doing too many of that. Like I'll see sometimes people do two under, underscores. Um, having more than one gets confusing for people to tag you. Um, but try as closely as possible to do your name in the username. Now, if you have a business name, you could use that as well. And there are some varying um, you know, ideas around that i always say you know go towards your name and if you want to have inside your instagram you know actually the name there, not your username but the other name um you know the name of your brand go that route okay so no numbers really simplify this and try to get as close to your name as possible and you know what the next time a social media channel comes out you go grab up your name right away so that you don't have to add all these crazy things that it is really simple for you, okay? Number five, where does the link in your Instagram bio lead to? I want you to go click on it right now because you might be surprised. I've seen times where um, the link doesn't go anywhere anymore because something changed. Um, Something in your bio is actually no longer, um, like it doesn't even make sense anymore because it was uh, seasonal or again the link was broken or it's something you're no longer promoting or doing or using or what not just go click on your link make sure it's stuff that's still applicable to your brand and to your um your user base your followers and make some edits if you need to now i personally like using a software like linktree now linktree is really helpful because if you click on it like if you go to tinapettis.com right now and and go to my bio and click on the link in there, you'll see that it's going to open up several um, different options for you to click on. And I really like this because you'll you'll be able to see how to quickly grab up your favorite um, or my favorite, currently, I don't know if it's yours yet, oil kit, right? Um, Well, let me see what some other things are in my bio right now. Let's make sure they're updated. The first thing you can go to is my podcast, right? That's the thing I'm focused on the most. You'll see a Sleep Solutions collection that I have um, that I put together for doTERRA and an Aroma Essentials collection, two of my favorite doTERRA kits. And as I'm recording this, those are my top two. I edited my link tree so that it looks uh, on brand. It's just white and black. I don't have a whole bunch of other colors. And it's really, really simple to navigate. So um, go back, check to make sure your links are really great. Um, that they're still applicable and people are able to take action immediately. Now, one that I see that I would really like to add to mine is my ready for anything um, video series that I have. And so that is um, what I um, will be adding because I want to have a way for people to join my newsletter and for them to be able to receive an email from me um, on a weekly basis and just stay up to date with everything that's going on in my world. And so that would be the easiest way is having something in my bio on my Instagram. Okay, got it? Number six is consistency. And I'm gonna put the mirror right back in front of me. Consistency is so key. Now I am so uber consistent right now with my podcast and that will be shifting right over into my social media um, specifically when I'm done recording all of these podcasts, but even more, you'll see me more and more active on my social media and consistency can look, however you want it to, if consistency for you is that you're going to post Monday, Wednesday, Friday, then post Monday, Wednesday, Friday, right? If you're like, I'm going to actually do something every single day on my Instagram, then do that if you're capable. So I'm one of those to be like, I'm going to do 30 days in a row of reels when in reality, I've only done like three reels the whole previous month. It's kind of a stretch of a goal, right? Now, I obviously was able to make that change and shift when I moved over to and doing a podcast constantly, um, but I felt like that was, I don't know, I set my mind to it, right? And I did it, so that was huge. Okay, consistency, number six. Number seven is who are you talking to, your audience? Now, I already went into this a little bit when I was talking about your bio because I want to make sure when I go to your Instagram that I know what to expect when I go to your Instagram. For example, if I'm scrolling through Reels and I see a really funny Reel and I love what this person is sharing, I'm going to go to their page to see, is this what they share all the time? Or was this kind of a fluke? Was this like a one-time, you know, Reel that they posted out there that I liked? If I go to their feed and I see other really similar content, I'm going to be more open to wanting to click that follow button because I want more content like that, right? And so your bio and your audience, right? They need to match the content that you're putting out there on a regular basis. So for me, when people go to my Instagram right now, they're going to see a lot about my podcast, right? And you're listening to this podcast. You know that this podcast is really primarily for female business owners, people that own a business and want to figure out key, simple shortcuts um, and have a guide uh, to run their business. And that is what this podcast is all about. So. I, since I'm promoting my podcast on my Instagram, you're gonna see a lot of that. Therefore, again, the audience I want on my Instagram is female business owners that want to learn more um, about building more income in their business, um, and they they really just want advice and they want guidance. So that is who I'm speaking to. That's who I have in mind when I'm recording on my podcast. And so, therefore, that what is what I'm going to put on my social media. Make sense? Okay. So I want you to quit this podcast. Don't go binge listening to a bunch more because I actually want you to take action on these seven steps. Go make sure you like your profile picture. It doesn't mean you need to book. A session with your local photographer, although I love them. And yes, do that at some point, but don't let that stall you out. Because if it does, you'll never get started, right? There were so many reasons that I wasn't going to get started with this podcast. I don't have a website up that I'm uh, that I'm, you know, posting my podcast on. I don't have a great opt-in right now, you know, like uh, all of these things aren't, you know, dialed in, but I knew I just needed to get started. Same goes with my profile pick, right? Like I wanted something up there. I knew I wanted something different for my podcast and I could have waited to get a photo shoot, blah, blah, blah. But then I just kept pushing out uh, the dreams that I had and the things that I wanted to do. So don't let stuff get hung, get you hung up. Profile picture, your bio, make sure you got some brand colors rocking. Simplify your username as tight as you possibly can. Make sure your links actually go somewhere applicable Be consistent in whatever you are going to do in your business. If you say again, you're going to do three, do three. And then last but not least, who are you talking to? Make sure that the content you're putting out there is right for your audience. And that if something goes viral by chance or viral to you, that you are going to actually capture that audience as followers, because your content is similar and consistent, uh, throughout your social media. So I hope this was helpful for you. I would absolutely love to hear from you. You can find me at Tina Pettis on Instagram or anywhere online at Tina Pettis. I am the one and only Tina Pettis in the world, thankfully. Um, and I've really enjoyed connecting with so many of you um, actually on and offline, uh, on in person, on social media, all the things. Uh, Quality time is my favorite thing. So I love being able to connect with you guys. I hope you guys have a great day and we'll see you back here on the Tina Talks podcast.